my mother told me as she stood closely next to me in the hospital bed. Just breathe, baby. Mama, it's a damn baby coming out of me. Breathing ain't working. As soon as I heard the nurse snicker, I cut my eyes at her. I knew I looked crazy. I'd gone into labor at three o'clock that morning. The purple silk bonnet holding my weave was cocked to the side. Four bundles and 22 inches of Brazilian hair were trying to fall out of the bonnet as my head rocked back and forth in pure all-out agony. It had been eight hours, yet I was only eight centimeters dilated. My contractions were the worst. It felt like this baby was trying to come out of my back. Woo! Oh my God! I lay back and was finally able to relax as the umpteenth contraction finally went away. Mama, I said breathless as I watched the nurse walk out. I want another nurse. Why? She's trying to kill me. She thinks this shit is funny. Why is she taking so long with the epidural? My mom had the nerve to laugh. You said you didn't want it. That was three centimeters ago. I changed my mind. Mama, please tell him to give me the epidural. She patted my leg like that damn pat was going to soothe me. Okay, baby. After Aisha's death, I never played with death. I never said anything regarding dying and anyone. But at the moment, I swear, I just wanted to die. God could have taken me right then, because the pain was just too much to bear. He was punishing me. I know he was. Oh, God. I sat up and held on tightly to the bed rails to brace myself. Mama, here comes another one. I grabbed her hand. For that split second, I forgot that she was my 60-year-old mother because I squeezed her hand with all of my might. Oh! Chance. What up, Chance? I tried to act as nonchalant as possible as I walked towards Fred, who was at the front door of the spot in Riverdale. I shook up with him. What up, boy? What'd it do? What you doing here? Lost my phone, you seen it? Nah, but I ain't been here that long. Paula in there? Nah, her hype ass probably took it. I laughed, trying to hide my nervousness. <laughs> she wouldn't do that. Let me go in there and try to find it. Even though I knew the house was empty and that Fred wouldn't miss money by leaving his post, I was nervous as shit as I walked through the spot. I didn't want anyone to come in and catch me. When I got to the pantry where I knew the bricks were stashed in the floorboard, I took my book bag off. Quickly, I took the three bricks that Simone had stolen and given to me. It took me seconds to go into the pantry and return the stolen bricks back to their stash spot amongst countless other bricks in the floorboard. Fuck Simone. I wasn't about to let that bitch run my life no more. I was two blocks away from the airport when I realized what the fuck I was doing. I wasn't letting that bitch win. Fuck that. So I got back on the expressway and came to the spot to return the bricks. That way, I could live in this city without looking over my shoulder. And I could still get money at the spot under Omari and Capone. I felt bad for my involvement in killing Omari's girl. If I could take it back, I would. But that was in the past. I was ready to get on with my life with Gia and making money with my fam. 
Simone was going to have to deal with it. Hey, man. Fred scared the fuck out of me. Even though I was out of the pantry and putting my book bag back on my back by then, my current state of mind just had me shook. You heard about Omari's girl? Again, my heart started beating fast as fuck, but I stayed cool on the outside. Nah, what about her? Capone called me earlier, talking about somebody robbed her, beat her up real bad. They found her unconscious at her crib this morning. Word? Damn, that's fucked up, was all I cared to say. I couldn't even feel bad for her psycho ass. I actually wished that whoever it was that had robbed her would have murked her crazy ass. Who I did feel bad for was Omari. Homeboy had gone through a lot on account of that bitch. My gut told me that Simone had...